Welcome to the Ben and Colin Show. I'm Ben. I'm Colin. Let's start the show. Hello and welcome to the show. Ben, it seems like we just got done recording, which I don't know why, because I mean, it's been a week, but how is your, uh, how's your week been? Been pretty good. Uh, what what day did we record? This is this is Thursday going for a Friday episode. I guess yeah, Friday yeah. was the last time we recorded, right? Well, right no, because I no, because I did all the editing. I did all I did all the editing on it. So it was like Tuesday. It's been like it's been it's been like a week and a couple days. I don't know, man. I don't wow. Know. Okay. Yeah. But it does seem like we just let's, got done. Let's let's jump right into it. Let's talk about your uh your topic here, uh, the Golden Globes. Woo! Yeah. Yeah, 2024 Golden Globes. Um so I I I didn't watch the show. Okay. Um but after all the articles and all the hoopla I heard about Joe Coy, Ugh. I I got on YouTube and I watched his monologue. Ugh. And for for anybody interested in what we're talking about, get on there. It's <laughs> it's like eight, it's like 8 minutes, but it is cringeworthy i yeah, mean it's cringe that's, that's, the exact, it's... <laughs> that's the exact word i was going to use was you know and, and i i hate use this word because it's just such a quote-unquote young people phrase but it was very cringe there was a couple Dude, it was awful, uh, awful there was a there was a, ch- a couple chuckleable jokes put in there but man very few and okay let me ask you this okay so you saw the big taylor swift one right yes okay so so Again, for those of you that don't know, Joe Coy made a uh, made a jab at the NFL always showing Taylor Swift at these uh, Chiefs games. And what did he say? He said essentially this is a show that they would show even more shots of Taylor or something like that. No, he said he said unlike the NFL, our cameras are not going to be constantly showing Taylor Swift. Which and honestly, showed- I thought I thought was pretty funny. What? I thought that was kind of funny. I thought that was a pretty funny joke. I mean, it's tired though. You know well, what I mean? Yeah, like, yeah, of course. And just- so. So let me ask you this. You said you watched it. How did you take her reaction? Not very offended. You know, yeah. I, I don't. I, I just thought she was kind of playing along. I mean, the whole vibe yeah. of the room when I was watching it was, you know, she's just kind of just... playing. You know, it's not that funny. Let me take a sip of my wine. But like everybody's acting like she was just like, oh, my gosh, I can't believe he said that. And And I just everybody's just really running with it. And I don't I don't understand that. Let's just get this out of the way, though. I don't think he was a big enough star by any means no. to do the hosting. No, because I don't I think – I think even in the room when you're watching their reactions – and like I said, I only watched a couple of the speeches and then, a, mm-hmm. and then I watched his monologue. Yeah. Uh, if he if he did any other stand-up throughout the show, I didn't see that. But, no. um, man, like you could tell by the room some people are like uncomfortable with what he's saying because they don't know him. And that's right. what it felt like. If it right. was like Jimmy Kimmel or uh, Jimmy Fallon up there, people would be going, oh, Jimmy Fallon. You know, like they would be all buddy-buddy and like, like kind of going along with it. But he yeah. even like – he knew that he was failing because he was like, I didn't write half these jokes, and the ones you're laughing at are the ones I wrote. So shut yeah. up. Like, I mean, it was like, man, dude, you're making this worse for yourself. Like it, yeah. it was it, – it was not good. Yeah. Uh, but I, do you have the categories and stuff written down, or do we need to look that up as we're um, talking? No, but I mean, I can. Yeah, we can look that up. We can look it up. But because I'd like but, to go through each of them and tell you who won, yeah. and then tell you if I've seen the movie or not. Because I mean, that you know what we primarily talk about movies, movies and, TV and stuff. Yeah, stuff, sure. So, um, 
for those that don't want to listen to this, you can skip ahead. But you know, uh, no, yeah, yeah go, ahead, I just, go, go ahead and look it up. I, go ahead and look it up. I could talk about this for a minute. Yeah, um, I, I just felt like I just felt like he didn't have the star power, and you don't have to have huge star power to be the host no. of the Golden Globes. But no. Well, you got to look at the previous hosts they've had. You know, you've had you've had Ricky Gervais, who was always a really big hit. But see, he roasted everybody, um, which he's already said he he already kind of did. He I think he hosted five times, and you know he 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 always really emphasized they were all drinking and like. Well, he made that Epstein joke last time. Do you remember that? Have you seen that clip? No, man. Said, I, I got to be uh, honest with you. Golden Globes. I, I kind of skip it most of the time. I mean, uh, it, isn't it? Which one is it that's voted amongst themselves? Is that it? Um. Well, so the Golden Globes is is uh, voted on by the Hollywood Foreign Press. So I I would think that the well, it's the Academy of Motion Pictures. I think that would be the Oscars that you're thinking of. I think. No, no, no. There, there's one where like they vote for the like. Is it the Screen Actors Guild or something like that? Or that like might this? be. Yeah, that might be the case. I don't watch the SAG Awards though. I don't watch those. They don't usually televise those as much as the. Is the uh, Oscars? So this uh, is how bad this is going to be, though, because as big as a TV person as I am, or movies, like I, this is what happens to me. This is where we differ quite a bit. Is that you go out of your way to like make an effort to watch a lot of this crap, even though it's not <laughs> going to be good, and you know it's not going to be good, or you know sometimes, it's not gonna yeah, be, yeah, sometimes well, you yeah. know it, you know it's not necessarily your style, yeah, but you're you're going to watch everything in here, and uh, but anyway, so. Uh, the first category was, well, I'm just going to go through the bottom to the top sure. best performance in a stand-up comedy on television. Ricky Gervais won that one. I didn't see it. No, I, I didn't see it either, which I like him. He just, he's, um, for my, and I'm sure for yours too, just for, for my kind of Christian upbringing and everything. Yeah, I can't stand is, it. I can't stand it. He's pretty anti-God. Um, and I do hate that, but when he's not talking about that, he's pretty funny. And and like I was saying before, when he was roasting the celebrities and stuff at the Golden Globes, that was pretty funny. But well, just real because quick, that was, to, there was truth behind that. Yeah, oh you yeah, know, like, yeah. He said, well, nobody he cares said, about your political <laughs> views. Get up here, accept your yeah. award, shut up and sit down. You know, yeah. Because yeah. all the all these awards are is them self glorifying themselves. I mean, oh, that's sure. what it is. Yeah, you know. Yeah. So anyway, um, but but like like you were saying though, kind of further to hit home the star power of the hosts that they've had. I mean. You know, like you said, you got your Fallons, your Kimmels, um, and then like Amy Poehler and uh, Tina Fey have done it a lot. Of course, everybody knows them. You know, it's it's got to really be somebody that a lot of these celebrities have even met before. You know, like whether it's late night talk shows or whatever, or you know, Joe Coy was just such a weird, weird choice. Um, the only thing they I said really he, know him, they said he did it ten days before the show. Like that's, that's that's when they yeah, announced it. I mean, that's that's what he said. Who knows? Did you but... see how white his teeth were? Yeah, he probably had them whitened before he got on. I mean, like he would turn to the side, and like his teeth would be shining out the side <laughs> of his mouth, and it was the, just the, the only is thing. He Asian, seen... Is he Asian or Mexican? Yeah, he's Asian. Yeah, he's Asian. Okay. Have you ever seen our Filipino? I think was the. Uh, but did you um? Have you seen any of his stand-ups? No, I mean I know who he is. I know of him. I just don't know him. Like, he was on. He was on the Chelsea Handler show. She would have other comedians well, sitting up there with her. I know I don't like her either. But but um, April April used to, he was he was actually pretty funny on that. But like the only thing I know from his standups 
is he would always talk about how his son would always refer to his privates as his ting ting. And he'd keep going, yeah, it's my ting ting. And he'd keep saying ting ting. Like that's the only thing that I remember from any of Joe Coy's jokes. And that's not, you know, that's lowbrow is what, is what I always talk about. You know, bathroom humor and all that is lowbrow, but yeah, I don't know. Well, he was talking about, yeah, but that's not even like, that's not even bathroom humor. Like bathroom humor would be more vulgar than that. You know, he said, yeah, when he was, when he was referring to Barbie, he was like, you got Oppenheimer, which is a movie about scientists. And then you got Barbie. Who's a plastic doll about boobies. And you're like, what are we watching yeah. here? Like did my yeah. nine-year-old write this monologue? Yeah. He like, wasn't I, great. Just, uh, Sorry, next best, category. Best performance by a male actor in a supporting role on television went to Matthew McFadden. Yeah, yeah, that's Succession. Uh, yeah, uh, yeah. I'll tell you, Succession cleaned up. Spoiler: well, it, should ha- it should have. It should have. It, I mean, it really did. It really. You did. didn't finish it because you found it boring. But man, yeah. I'm telling you, the show yeah. is amazing. The show's amazing. I mean, it's it's it it ended great too. It ended great because and I'll be honest with you, you can add Siobhan on there as one of my hated characters of all time because mm-hmm. she is such a gigantic uh you, you know what i just isn't I she kind of ugly you think she's kind of ugly not really i think if she lose mm-hmm. a little weight she'd be way more attractive but i mean some people are just bigger boned you know see but, it's not anyway. even that's not even it for me I, I just think her face i just think she's and and then you think her and margot robbie are from the same country well she's got like a like a lemon sucking face like she's like like she's sucking on a lemon, yeah. you know, like it's yeah. kind of, she's got, yeah. Uh, best performance by a female actor in a supporting role. Uh, Elizabeth Debicki, 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 the okay. crown. Ne- never seen an episode of it. Kinda nah, want me to. Neither. I kind of yeah. want to. Yeah. But, Cause uh, that's the one. Cause princess dies in it a lot. I think. Well, well, she will be like, like in the later seasons, but it's primarily about Elizabeth. Is it not? I, I don't know. I don't know. All the clips I ever showed was of die, so I don't know. Best performance by a male actor in a limited like this shit is so crazy. Like the breakdown of categories. Like it's mm-hmm. like the we're in that woke era where everybody has to be included. Every category has to be included. It's gotta say by a male actor, by a female well, it's actor. It's always you know, been like that. It's always been no, like it's that. always no, I get that, but it's all but it hasn't been like listen to this category. Best performance by a male actor in a limited series, anthology series, or motion picture made for television. Like, why couldn't it just be TV movie? Um, that's a good. Well, because it's because okay, it's like Fargo is like an anthology series. So, like when they say anthology series, I mean like it's a TV show, know, Colin. It's a TV show. You're right. I mean, you're right. You're right. It's a television series. Uh, but anyway, anyway, so this, what's the... Well, what, what I'm saying is they're breaking it down to give more awards out because they, they don't want to just single one show out for being incredible. It's just stupid. Anyway, Stephen <laughs> Yoon, Stephen Yoon, is, am I saying that right? Yeah, Yoon, yeah. Yoon, however you say it, yeah. He, he won for Beef, never saw it. It's okay. Beef, uh, everybody goes on about it. I love him because he's Glenn. That's Glenn and from I, Walking Dead, so that's really cool. And while we're at it, Two Birds with One Stone, she won for Best Female Actor in a Limited Series, Anthology Series, or Motion Picture Made for TV. I mean, it's yeah. so stupid. Anyway, I like Ali, I like Ali Wong a lot. April and I listened to two of her stand-ups. One of them was called Tiger Lady. That one wasn't so good. But the other one actually was really good. She's, she's pretty funny. She's on a movie called uh, Always Be My Maybe with uh, – do you all remember the – I don't remember what his name is now. Doggone it. I always forget his name. But the actor that played uh, Asian Jim on Office when they did that prank where 
Oh, he's Jim in all was, the Marvel stuff. Yeah, he's in all the Marvel stuff too. I don't remember what his name is, but anyway, him and her are like high school sweethearts, and and it's it's actually it's a it's a romantic comedy on Netflix, and there's a really 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 funny Keanu Reeves th- uh, scene that I show everybody. But Always Be My Maybe is one that people should check out if they just want like it's it's kind of a cookie cutter rom com. But anyway, go ahead. Why is this in the same category? Best performance by a male actor in a television series musical or comedy well why is that grouped together well so let me ask you this let me ask you this should ray romano for everybody loves raymond be nominated along brian cranston for breaking bad i said musical or comedy why is musical tied in there is what i mean well because there's musical television shows name three name three i can't but i'm just saying dude i mean there are you know what i'm saying like okay well then let's all right of these of these shows, yeah. Tell me which one of these are musicals. These are the nominees. Okay, go ahead. What What are you getting hot about? What What are you getting I'm not mad hot. about? I'm not hot. It's just funny that you're going on about. I mean, this has been going on for what eighty? No, th- this category has not been around since the beginning. Anyway, go ahead. Okay, is the Bear a musical? No. Is Barry a musical? <laughs> no. Is Only Murders in the Building a musical? No. Is Shrinking a musical? No. Also, Only Murders in the Building. Got my nom- Martin Short and Steve Martin, same category. Yeah. Well, let me ask you, this last nominee, is Ted Lasso a musical? No. Then why in the hell is the category called comedy or musical? Because sometimes there are musicals in it. Can you name three? No, I don't know off the top of my head. Okay. Anyway, so who are you? You're a... Uh, Jeremy Allen White for the Bear. Never seen an episode of the show. He, I've heard that show is really good. I, he's got, he's he's one of those that's got one of those punchable faces to me. I agree with that. I, you know, agree I don't know that. what it is I, about the guy. I just want to punch probably, him. I'm you're like, probably open. you're probably jealous that he's so handsome. Maybe. Oh, I, but he's not. I don't think like his eyes look like he's always like just woke up and uh, oh yeah. But he's got that. He's got that bad guy like that. that oh, the girls, maybe. the girls are gonna love him because he's got that. Like I don't care about you. Like he's gonna treat the girl like crap, so mm. they're gonna love him. You know, <laughs> maybe. Uh, <yeah. laughs> so here we go. Let's let's go again here. And I'm gonna okay. I'm gonna I'm gonna beat you to death with this, Colin. I don't care. You don't Best performance. Do, you, you don't got to do like the foreign language films and that. I'm not gonna do that. I'm okay. not gonna do that. Okay. But here you go. Best performance by a female in a musical or comedy. Just let me know if any of these are musicals. The bear. Okay. Oh, am I supposed to no. answer? No, no. Yeah, no. yeah. This is no, a, this not is, a No, they're not. Just, none of them are musicals. Why are you hung up on this? It, because it's stupid. It's anyway, stupid. Go ahead and name uh, your. Uh, the, the bear also won that one. Io, yep. uh, I, I can't even say the name of the person. Yeah, so she anyway. has a weird name, but she's pretty cool. She seemed really nice. Now, see, this is where I think the categories are correct. So, like you said, you tried to go down this route, but you didn't realize what I was doing. Oh, best actor for a drama television series. I have no problem with it saying comedy. I just think it's funny that it says comedy or musical and there's no musicals listed. This now, year. if there, uh, if there was enough musical television, they should have their own category. Take that damn subject out. Just make it comedy we don't need. There's, there's no musical television, dude. There's like one on Apple TV. It's like, what was it called? Like something getting or something. I don't know. Anyway, yeah. uh, Best male actor for a drama TV show. Uh, Karen Culkin won for su- Succession. Fantastic. Yep. Again, he's unbelievable in that show. You he's either a love weird him or you dude. Hate him. He's well, a you, weird like dude. I said, you either love him or you hate him. You know, like the, the, the no, thing I mean, about like Succession. The actor. 
I mean, like Kieran Culkin himself. He's a All weird actor. He's a weird, weird. dude. Macaulay's weird as hell, too. Yeah. Uh, female, uh, Sarah Sh- Snook, she took it for succession as well. Yep. Um, best television limited series, anthology series, or motion picture made for television. Beef. Uh, yeah, Netflix. Yeah. It's a Netflix. I mean, like, yeah. I- it it that is TV now I get it but like they almost they almost can have their own category by how many <laughs> stupid movies they put out right well like yeah, they can all, they can almost say best movie by Netflix or best <laughs> <All right. laughs> I, I mean yeah you're not wrong you're not wrong God here it is again best okay. TV series musical or comedy mm-hmm. the the bear it won Man. again no musicals nominated. Uh, best television drama. Now, this one is kind of debated. I think this is kind of weird, but I do think Succession Succession is a great, great, great show. But man, I love 1923. Mm-hmm. Uh, The Crown. I got to get into that because I think it's pretty good. The Diplomat. I don't know what that is. Do you? That's a Carrie Russell show. No, no thank you. The Last yeah, of Us. It, it was all right. It was yeah. all right. Yeah, Last of Us was all right. Uh, and the Morning Show. The first two seasons were really good. I've Watched the first episode of the third season and just couldn't get into it. Didn't finish it. So yeah. uh, I got to get back to that. Okay. Uh, best original song. What was I made for Barbie? That's what. It, so, <laughs> I mean, this is so stupid. Come up with more nominations, dude. The best original song. Three of them were Barbie. Three of the five nominees were Barbie. Yeah. I mean, uh, all right. and you're going to tell me that what was I made for by Barbie was more impactful than Peaches on the Super Mario Brothers movie? That song was everywhere, dude. Everywhere. Everybody knew Peaches, 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 Peaches. You know, like, I mean, everybody knew that. But anyway. Yeah, but see, but see, that's not what they judge it all based off of. They judge it based off, like, composition and voice talent and all that stuff, not necessarily the cultural it's, impact. It's that it has. It's funny. It's it's funny you say composition because the be- the next category is original score. Yeah. Uh, Oppenheimer got that yep. one. Yep. Uh, best screenplay. Uh, Anatomy of the Fall. I don't even know what that is. What yeah, is that? That I don't. I don't know that one. That I think that was a a, a foreign foreign language. Oh well, I didn't I mean, see it. I didn't see it. it Did you ever see that. Parasite? By the way, did you ever watch Parasite? Nope. No. Okay, sorry. Best director Christopher Nolan, Oppenheimer. Oh yeah, that was uh, kind of ta- neat. Did you did you see his acceptance speech? Did you see Nolan's? He no. uh he he got up there and he said the last time I accepted one of these was on behalf of Heath Ledger after after he passed and he he and so he kind of dedicated that to him. I thought that was pretty cool. Best performance by a male actor in a supporting role in any motion picture. I like how they say that. Mm-hmm. Uh, Robert Downey Jr. Oppenheimer. Mm-hmm. Uh, again, of of the five, let's see, of the six people nominated, I'd only seen Barbie. <laughs> so what all was it? What what all? Movies it was Oppenheimer, uh, Willem Dafoe for Poor Things. I don't even know what that is. That's that weird uh, movie that Emma Stone's in. I haven't seen it though. You know, like I, I until you just told me that she looks horrible in that movie too. But I think she's, she's supposed, supposed to. to. Yeah, she's supposed to. Uh, yeah. Robert Downey Jr. Uh, Killers of the Flower Moon. I want to see it. But I haven't yeah. sat down and take the three and a half hours it takes to watch it. Just for the uh, record, so everybody knows, I tried to get Ben to go see it with me at the movie theater, and he said, "No, I'm going with my dad." And you never went and saw it. Unbelievable. Well, once I found out it was three and a half hours, I was like, "Yeah." But it's um, Scorsese. What do you expect? What do you expect? I'll, 
I'll watch it when I have three and a half hours to sit down on my butt and watch it. <laughs> uh, Charles Melton, May December. I don't even know what that. I don't know what that is. I, yeah, I don't know anything about that movie either. Mark Ruffalo for Poor Things. Ryan Gosling for Barbie. Yeah, I, I don't know. Anyway, uh, best performance by a female in a supporting role in any motion picture. Uh, Divine Joy Randolph, The Holdovers. Now, I do want to see this movie because I do love Paul Giamatti. So let's not yeah. spoil that, but I do want to see that. And then Oppenheimer, Emily Blunt, uh, Color Purple, Jodie Foster, and Nyad. I don't even know what that is. Uh, Julian Moore, May, December, and Rosamund Pike for Saltburn. Didn't see that either. So yeah, I, Saltburn I've I've heard is pretty weird. Um, I don't have any interest to watch that. I, there's a movie we're going to talk about after all this that I watched uh, over the he weekend. He made a joke about it being a satanic family or something. Yeah, it might be. I don't know. I, it, I don't. Uh, if that's the case, I don't care to see it. You know, like that's um, the. But yeah, anyway, it's, it looks. Oh, but 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 oh, fun fact here. Not really fun fact, but Emily Blunt was the only, as far as I know, the only person nominated for. Oppenheimer that didn't get a Golden Globe, so that's kind of really, sad. Yeah. really, yeah. It is kind of fun uh, though. Her and her and Krasinski sat by each other, so that was kind of cool seeing seeing them together. That's and that's kind of why I watch this stuff. Um, you know, first of all, I think it's neat. You do learn a lot about like which celebrities you do and don't like based on their acceptance speeches, and kind of you get a little bit of a glimpse into what they're actually like. I feel, and I love seeing like the shots. Like there was a shot it showed. Um, it was. It was uh, three guys. Just think and think about this just for a second. There were just three guys. It is in between commercial breaks because they show them, you know, because they all kind of meander and and talk in between the commercial breaks. It was Spielberg, Scorsese, and Christopher Nolan all sitting there talking to each other. If you just think about the raw directing talent in those three guys alone, it's just it's it was just neat to see, you know. And then like you'll see like somebody walking by, and I don't remember who it is, who it was at this point. Um, but like he just kind of taps Martin Short on the shoulder and it's like, oh hey, and it's like, I mean, that's why I watch those shows because you do kind of get to see like those candid moments, um, with these celebrities, and I think and that's that's why I think it's, I mean, that's that's kind of why I watch it. I think it's really neat seeing all the all the stars, you know, kind of not behind a camera, well behind a camera, but not behind a camera. You know what I'm saying? When was uh just for curiosity of your opinion, when was Spielberg's yeah. last great movie? I don't think he's made one in like twenty something years. Um what did he have before uh the uh the the Jewish family one? Fablemans or whatever. I don't yeah, know. I don't even know, dude. That's what I'm saying. He's been so non impactful like the last two decades that like I, I one of his last great ones had to be saving Private Ryan. I really don't know of another Steven Spielberg that just hit like crazy. You're gonna, I mean, you're gonna prove me wrong because I know there's gonna be something. But well, no, because I, yeah, I'm, I'm, I'm not, I'm not, and I'm, that's not why I'm looking it up either. I'm just well, while you're doing that, we're, we're we're spending too much time on this crap. So, Sorry, yeah. uh, Paul Giamatti won for best actor in a motion picture musical or comedy. Uh, but to be fair, Wonka could be classified as a musical, and it was nominated. So they, wow, looky there, they finally put a musical in there. Um. Emma Stone won for Poor Things for female actress in a musical or comedy. Mm -hmm. And then uh, drama Oppenheimer, the actor Killian Murphy won for Oppenheimer. It's pretty, uh, pretty uh, obvious there, I think. Uh, yeah. 
Yeah, Bradley Cooper's one. movie Maestro just has like n- got no publicity whatsoever. No, uh, but I do want to see it. I don't know what it, I don't have anything. I any idea what it's about, but man, that prosthesis they got on his face, um, which he wrote and directed that, which I think is kind of interesting. He said too. he spent six years learning how to conduct a symphony, you know, sy- symphony. Uh, <laughs> yeah, and ouch, and got yeah, and then. Of, <laughs> Uh, female actor for a drama was uh the Indian girl, I think it is, and Killers yep. of the Flower Moon. Yep. Um, and then we got non English. Now this is a weird category. Then you can't tell me it's been around for eighty years because this is like I think this is almost brand new. Now you are a bigger award show than I am. Cinematic and box office achievement. How long yeah. has that been around? That's yeah. Not... No, this is this is the first year. This is the first year that this is a very exciting category because this is going to be based more off of like what... performance. Performance like box in the office, box, box office, office and, performance. Yeah, yeah, and what the fans thought and stuff. So everybody's really excited about this one. Um, and yet, and yet, Barbie cool. won. Well, yeah, because I mean, think about it. It destroyed the box office. Are you kidding me? What You're would you pick? Guardians of the Galaxy or oh, Super not, Mario Brothers? Oh, when I say what what is a better movie? No, that's that's no, not necessarily that's not what I'm talking about. Super Mario Brothers was a phenomenon success. Like it was a huge success. I don't think you can argue that. Um, no, you're right. I think it was, was it not the biggest box office or was Barbie bigger? I, I just think about all the people that was like that, that dressed up for the Barbie movie and you everybody, all just, the people you're talking about women. I mean, they do outnumber well, us two to one, but Barbie I, overtakes super Mario to be 2023's biggest box office hit. So that it is just, so then that category is already kind of predetermined, is it not? Sort of. Yeah, pretty much. Yeah. Okay. Like Barbie, let's uh, see here. Uh, Barbie made. Oh, these are in pounds. So who knows? So, okay. Never mind. All right. Yeah. Never mind. Go ahead. We'll, go we'll, ahead. Yeah. We'll go. With, we'll trust you. We'll go with what you're saying. So you're going to tell me this is another controversial one for me. Again, best motion picture animated, a, a movie I've never heard of beat the Super Mario Brothers movie. A lot of times they do. Um, the Boy and the Heron was one of those Mizayaki films, you know, the guy that did like Spirited Away and all that. But yeah, a lot of times, a lot of times, unless it's like a super great Disney or Pixar movie, which even then, when was the last time Disney Pixar had a super great movie? Because um, they'll be usually the ones that win. But yeah, no. Um, eh. I never saw Boy in the Heron. It might be great. I don't know. I'm not a Miziaki fan. Did you not but, like Super Mario Brothers? No, I really did. Yeah, no, I really did. But I, I mean, like, I, what else? What other? What other nominate? What other nominees were on that? Well, on that okay. Category? So here you go. This is another really Spider Man across the yeah uh, Spider Verse, dude. That gosh, was that, that was that's, so good. I, okay, you, you get what I'm saying though. That, oh yeah, you're gonna. I mean, this stuff is so swayed. Like that's why it's so dumb to. I know that you and your family really enjoy it, and that's great for y'all. I'm not knocking that. Mm-hmm. But that's this is why these shows are so stupid in a way, because stuff you've never even heard of for the most average person. We're not yeah. talking about everybody, but well, I mean, I obviously I say well, average person. Think- that, that is most gotta, people, but, but you gotta think uh, you gotta think though too about like who's voting for it. Um it's the Hollywood Foreign Press, so it's you know a, a few hundred people that are executives and stuff that they've got in charge of okay. whatever. Well, let me ask you this and then: what? But Since the foreign foreign being the being the keyword. I, I got there, you. But... I got you, man. Go but ahead. 
should the most important awards show not be the people's choice awards like because that's the people voting i mean you would think so but yeah it has got it has been downplayed quite a bit nobody nobody really I just takes think, stock at that i just think between you and i you're gonna think that robert downey jr did the best supporting job as the actor in oppenheimer and i might agree and i we both vote for him you know what i'm saying no, it just yeah. and then the hollywood foreign press is like oh no uh Sonia Shashata, you know, he was in this uh, uh, Japanese film and he's awesome, you know, or whatever. I just, it's dumb. Yeah. Sonia anyway, Shashata is, is one of my favorite and most prolific. Well, I'm surprised <laughs> it's not really a person. But anyway, uh, best motion picture, yes. musical or comedy, poor things. I don't, again, Emma Stone, yeah, that, that movie. And then finally, the best drama was Oppenheimer, which, mm-hmm. uh, you know, whatever. So anyway, that's your, yeah. uh, that's your 30 minute recap of the Golden Globes. <laughs> Uh, yeah if anybody's left listening now let's move on oh and i correctly predicted 13 of the 27 categories so almost 50 percent. i'm so impressed with myself pat on the back to me because i usually only get like seven or eight but there was 13 this year i was pretty excited about that so have you seen uh have you seen this what, what's your thoughts on ai like just like, in general like like the it, voices it, and the imagery so uh, have you seen this stuff coming out about they've, they've this guy has created an entire stand-up special with George Carlin? Oh, and it's in AI? Yep. And I mean, <laughs> dude, the guy's telling jokes. It's freaky. Like you could pull it up on YouTube and watch or listen to some of it. Well, uh, you know, you know the you know the uh the whole buttered sausage thing was a gag, right? It was fake? Yeah. I thought so it was see, real. I thought it was real, and it sound, sounded just like Gary Busey and everything. That whole thing was fake. The uh, an AI put Busey's face over this dude's face, and the voice was even done by was uh, uh, enhanced by AI. Isn't that crazy? It's scary, is what it is. Uh, Everybody I, I, reported that you know is is Busey losing his mind, but like then they said you know they eventually come out, and and again, what's crazy is that it didn't come out like everywhere that it was fake. Like I just, I just happened to see that it was. Well, fake you just now told me. It. Yeah, see what I'm saying? Like people just don't know. They think the whole buttered sausage. Let's talk about buttered sausage. You know. Well, let me say this though. I really don't care. Like, no, I, Busey's no. crazy. Busey's crazy to me anyway. Sure. But what I do care about is, is how far are we going to take this into like? This, I mean, we're talking about like stuff that could be very dangerous. Yes. You know, like we're talking about identity theft. We're talking about uh, falsification of identity mm-hmm. period we're talking about like war scenarios where like one leader could be doing what we're yep. doing like facetiming somebody and i mean it's very very scary and i, and I know that our government has fail saves wink wink of all this kind of crap but but come on dude this stuff's we like this george carlin thing this it created jokes like he put this guy put every george carlin joke he ever told or special he ever did and put it in this simulator. And from that, the computer wrote new jokes about current times and stuff. Oof. And like, it is freaky. It's freaky. Is it funny though? Is it good? Well, I didn't watch the whole thing. I just saw somebody else talking about us and I, they oh. played clips of it. And what he talked about was he was talking about how everybody's going to be coming back from the dead. He's like, everybody, like, you're going to see Robin Williams come back. You're going to see all these people come back and it's going to be mm-hmm. weird. It's just weird. I don't, I don't yeah. know that we need that. You know, are, yeah. are we, are we really going to put ourselves in a Terminator situation? Seriously? I mean, that's the way we're going. James Cameron tried to, tried to warn us. 
<laughs> Golly. Yeah. He tried so. to warn us. Hey, speaking of which, I'm glad you mentioned Terminator. Um, I'll tell you, you know, I, I watched the the ending the other day, or actually yesterday, of Predator, the original. Amen, yes. Man, and what a damn good movie that is, man. We have spoken about this at work before. Predator is a movie that came out in 1987, I believe. And oh, yeah. it is it is a movie that could come out today and still be damn good. Gosh, I mean... Because I was, I, I ain't really, got time to bleed. <laughs> which I mean, I literally watched just the end, like after he put the mud on him and everything. But like when he takes a mask, I was just you're one ugly mother, you know. And it's like wow, like that is that is so cool. Um, and and then of course the predator seeing that trap right before he gets crushed, and he's looking at the, you know, like come on, kill me, come on, you know, and, <laughs> Do and it. it's just yeah, Do it's it. just oh man, it's just so good. Um, of course, April had never seen it before, and so I was kind of making her watch it. She was on her phone at the same time, and I was like, "Oh, you got to see this! You got to see this!" And she just, she just don't care, you know. My kid, my kids have seen it. It's funny, like I like <laughs> even, even, even like I make. There's movies that you just have to grow up watching, and that's mm-hmm. one of those movies where I'm just like, "You gotta!" I was like, "Boys, you gotta sit down and watch this," you know. And it was because uh, like an '80s R-rated movie is not like a today R-rated movie, you know. No. I think there's like. I think there's two F words in the entire movie. Now there is some violence, but my yeah. gosh, what what's not on TV right now? Like Walking Dead, you're exploding people's heads. So yeah, yeah. well, a- which, anyway. So like Luke, Luke was Luke was in there for the beginning part of it, and I said, uh, I said, Luke, I said, look at this guy getting chased by this predator. He says, Oh, what's it, what's going to happen if he catches him? And I'm like, Oh no. So <laughs> Luke, but you're, Luke is, I guess you're you're more protective than I am. On well, and Luke's a little younger too, and so so I uh, I said, well, I said he's gonna, because like he was he he was targeting him, you know, with his shoulder thing. I thought this was kind of funny, and uh, he said, what's he gonna do if he hits him? And I said, well, it's gonna shoot a net at him, and he's gonna take him back to his planet, and they're gonna live together. <laughs> And he he calmed down after I said that, but he was kind of he was kind of scared, you know, for Arnold. But I mean, well, I didn't want to tell him. Well, the predator's going to take him and flay his skin off of his bones. <laughs> I didn't want to say I mean, that. What's we'll yeah? All right. <laughs> but anyway, oh, and I was mentioning I was talking to April about the uh, Stan Winston um, effects company and how just prolific his contribution to to film is too so you know you got he he's the one that made like all the prosthetics and animatronics and all that stuff for like alien predator terminator jurassic park um i mean the list just goes on this guy was a legend in the Hmm. special effects category but yeah you ought to look up stan winston man it's gonna say and yet you're the only one that knows who he is well they've got a whole school it's the stan (laughs) winston school of whatever and whatever but um, i'm just talking about people listening to the show i'm just yeah they're gonna be like who the hell is well yeah you wouldn't you wouldn't have you wouldn't have 95 percent of the practical effects that you grew up with if it wasn't for that guy so i mean i'm sorry sir did he do star wars uh, no, no, he didn't. He did not. Then that we was, would still have special effects, sir. That was. Uh, I, I beg to differ. Industrial light and magic, uh, but uh, yeah, yeah, he did not do Star Wars. And did Star Wars not blow the top off of everything? Star with special Wars, effects. Star Wars did. Yeah, it did okay. Did okay. And uh, was there a little thing called the Muppets? Jim Henson um, Studios. Yeah, they uh, did Ninja Turtles, bro. Ninja Turtles. Did, yeah, uh, they they're they're good too. <laughs> Anyway, so hey, I watched a movie. I gotta tell you about this. 
I watched a movie this week. Have you? Uh, I think we we mentioned it last night. Midsummer. Have you ever even I, heard of it? Nope. I think it won some awards like back in the day. So, uh, did it win uh, for best comedy or musical? It was not a comedy or a musical. So no, no. So probably. Um, so then it could have been in the category, I guess. <laughs> so anyway, so this movie, man, this movie was messed up, man. I'm just gonna. I'm just going to tell you just the gist. I don't, I'm not going to, I'll spoil it because nobody needs to watch this movie. There's no way I can recommend it, but Florence Pugh, you know her, do you know her, who she is? For those of you that don't know Florence Pugh, she is on the Oppenheimer movie. She is nude. (laughs) She is nude. And she's on, um, what was that? Uh, The, the, the Harry Styles movie. Nobody saw that. I did. It was weird, but I saw go it. Fi- go figure. And then she's Black Widow's sister on Black Widow. Oh, okay. That's yeah. the most recognizable. But if you would like to see her nude, please watch Oppenheimer. <laughs> uh, but anyway, it's about it, it's. I'll just go ahead and tell the audience. It's about thirty something minutes into the movie because that's as far as I got. I just <laughs> I, that movie is so boring. Like I, I that's a fair. I'm that's not, a fair review. That's a fair review. I didn't mean I, to interrupt uh, your no, no, movie no, thing, no. but. Oppenheimer, dude. Now, I will say this. I watched it at 2 in the morning. Oh, so, yeah, you'll fall asleep at that. Yeah, don't do but, that. But I was never a science. Go figure, my whole entire career is science. But my, I was never a science guy. Didn't care about it. Didn't care about chemistry. Didn't care about biology. All that. I mean, I made a C and all that stuff. I didn't care about it. Right. And then I'm trying to watch this movie, and he's like, the atom is going to divide and split in two, and then the magnets are going to make that <laughs> nuclear isotopes. And I'm like, who cares? Just show yeah. me the bomb. You know. <laughs> anyway, so back to it was boring, boring. Sorry. Well, I yeah, amazing, I, I will. Boring movie. I, no, I, I will say Oppenheimer. Oppenheimer. I tell people, I say that it didn't have a lot of entertainment value to me. Are we talking about Oppenheimer still? Yes. Yeah. It didn't have a lot of entertainment. It was just a lot of talking. Oh, my internet's Woo. doing that thing. Yeah, you froze up. But anyway, so but, yeah, it, it it just it's a lot of talking. They didn't didn't have a lot of entertainment value. There wasn't like hardly any action. It got better once they got to the Manhattan Project. You know, like the community that they built. It got a little better, but still not something. I'm just gonna go out. So anyway, midsummer. Anyway, midsummer. So midsummer. It's about Florence Pugh. Uh, and her boyfriend and his friends from college were wanting to write a thesis paper, so they go to a foreign exchange student buddies of theirs village in Sweden. Well, it turns out it's a cult, and a lot of weird stuff happens. The guy that played Cheedy off of Good Place, I don't know what his name is. The guy that played um Oh my gosh, I'm 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 blanking on his name on Guardians of the Galaxy Volume Three. Will Poulter is the is the actor's name, the the golden guy on Guardians Three. Oh yeah, I don't remember what his name is. What's his name? Do you remember? No, I mean like uh, the character. I, you don't remember the character's name? And then Adam something. Warlock, Warlock, Adam Warlock. Anyway, the guy that played him, and uh, that's really the only people that I really recognized on the show. But anyway, and like stuff starts happening, and it's just really, it's a really me- a lot of messed up stuff because like they're all on like hallucinogens the whole time and it, it just don't see it. it it's very violent it shows a woman jump off a cliff and and hit hit her i mean it shows everything hit her face on the rock on the way down and that's nasty and i like to just say that she landed in a net safely you know like that's okay yeah she did it was nasty though 
Did yeah. you get my reference there? I was going yeah, back because that's what. Said. Yeah, because we went because he went to the Predator home planet and yeah. they lived happily yeah, ever yeah, after. Yeah, yeah, because uh, uh-huh. the Dungeon Smurfs Pro- came and took them to their village, and uh, <laughs> everybody lived happily ever yeah, after. They did, they did. Um, but anyway, so don't watch Midsummer because it's messed up. It's messed up. But anyway, so another thing well, I wanted to bring to you I now saw, we know, and knowing is half the battle. That's exactly right. GI Joe. Um. I saw some I saw some uh, bumper stickers that I felt like I should share on the show. Oh boy, here we go. Um, these are these aren't so much. These aren't so much. <laughs> well, I saw another. Uh, I saw another kids up in this bitch uh, sticker. I almost it was a magnet. I almost took it off. I didn't, but I almost took it off. Um, and then okay, so then I'm walking by this car. <laughs> this is not so much offensive, just weird as heck. So I'm looking and in the corner, it literally is a sticker of a WD 40 can. Yeah. I'm not making that up. It's, and I'm like, what does that have to do with anything? And this is not like like a, it's not like a work truck or something. This is just like a regular old, like a Dodge charger. (laughs) Hell yeah. Just a WD 40 can. And, uh, and then on the other side, it said, you know, it said like at, and it said like blackout tinting or whatever because they had their windows tinted. And then in the other corner, it said hashtag Mad Cow Strong. Yeah. What does that mean? Where did you see my car? <laughs> but isn't that weird? Isn't that weird? Listen, it's kind of funny that you brought this up. Uh, I, I I am a huge uh, what do you call it? A proponent. Yeah. Yeah. I, I don't believe you put anything on your car. Because you're just asking somebody to mess with it. Yeah. Um, you know, did, I don't know if you heard, which we're going to get into sports here in a minute, which is the most, the best topic of the show so far in a minute. But um, not according to my viewers, but yeah, sure. Go ahead. Well, all three of them. Anyway, <laughs> okay. uh, <laughs> it's fair. Uh, it's fair. I'm just teasing you. Go ahead. Uh, uh, I've lost my train of thought now. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. A Bills fan got shot and killed at the Miami Dolphins game. I heard that. And so, therefore, it leads me to believe that, like, hey, when I'm in Chicago, I'm not wearing Green Bay stuff. No, sir. Like, the thing is, is we're not old, but we're I'm I'm old enough in sports to have been to cities back in the day where, like, you used to see somebody with a – louisville cardinals or a chicago bears shirt on it and you you would just like politely or teasingly go oh boo you know or whatever like you would yeah. just be like you suck buddy <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> get out of here with that shirt you know uh now it's literally i'm going to kill you <laughs> <laughs> yeah well chicago especially well well there could be less uh, yes the world could use less chicago fans but well could use just less I, chicago I just, period well, I like, that's the we- that that's the weird thing about my view on it. I actually like the city of Chicago. I like it. It's it's really cool. It's historical. But as far as their sports go, uh, the Bears can suck it, and we own the Bears. <laughs> I, I just gotta say that. So, but uh, before we you know before we dive into sports and stuff, yeah, go back to your car stuff. But that led me to my whole discussion of. I don't put bumper stickers. I don't put things on my car because I'm afraid of society today's keying the crap out of my car oh, yeah. or punching a dent in it or breaking mm-hmm. a window. I just, man, it's just, it's, 
it's sad. Like that stuff has gone on for years and years and years. I get it, but it seems like it's just getting worse and worse and worse and worse. And it starts with people that are low life enough to put a bitch with a baby on a, on a stick, you know, like, or what, what what was it? (laughs) What, what is it? Bitch with a baby. (laughs) What, what is it? What was kids up in this bitch? Okay. Kids up. Bitch, bitch with a baby. I love it. I hope I hope people hung around for this part of the show because uh, we bored them to death with the Golden Globes. But um, bitch with a baby. I well, bitch and baby on board or something. I thought bitch, was, you know. bitch and baby on this bitch. Yeah, yeah. Uh, surprisingly, there's a lot of those at Disney too. You know. Yeah, and I, I know. I, I don't. I don't understand it, you know, but I don't have like the castle down in the corner, but it says like bitch with a baby, you know? <laughs> uh, so anyway, so, okay. Let me, okay. So I did have a situation. I don't, um, we talked about this again a little bit last night, just me and you, but all right. It, tell me, tell me if you would have done anything in this situation. Okay. So we're at, this is going back to our cruise that we got off of right before Christmas. We're in Miami. Okay. And the way, okay, we're in the Miami airport. We're sitting at our gate. It's almost time to board. Um, we're going to let the boys go board with my grand, my uh, in-laws because they got a prior boarding uh, group because we're flying Southwest. So nobody has assigned seats. So there's chairs with their backs. There's, there's seats with their backs to the main drag. And then there's seats, you know, par- or, uh, perpendicular to them. Okay. But there's like a little gap in the corner. Okay. That people can walk through. So there's this guy sitting there on the corner and he's got a hoodie on. He's got a blanket on. He's got these blackout shades, AirPods. He's watching something on his phone. I like him already. Oh, man. Who doesn't? So anyway, he's got his leg across this corner. Right. So nobody can go through there without having to say, excuse me, put your leg down. Okay, so it came time, time out, for my time out, time out. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Is there an alternate route? It there is, but you like got to well, there is, but as you'll see in the story, it gets closed off. Okay, keep okay. going. Which, and then there is, but you, but well, then there's another one too, but you got to go way around. It's but, just but the it, answer, the answer I was yes. looking for was yes. Te- technically, yes, yes. I'm okay. a, you know I'm going to pick apart this story. Go no, ahead. And that's fine. Yeah, no, no, that's fine. That's not really what this – this isn't something I did. This is more about my kids anyway. No, so. I, I got you. I got you. I got you. So, all right. So, me and April are sitting about three or four seats away. I got my back kind of to the guy, you know, and um, it's time for, for my uh, in-laws to board. So, they get up, and I said, Luke, Landon, go with them. You know, uh, it's time to board. So, Luke, Luke is right behind him. So, he goes, well, Landon gets kind of closed off by other people lining up. So he comes back to me and he's and me and April are sitting there and he says, he says, dad, I said, he said, I can't get through there anymore. I said, well, I said, just go up to somebody and say, excuse me, you know, and they'll let you through. So instead of landing, going through all this big pack of people, which is fine. He goes to this guy with his leg across. All right. So Landon stands there at the guy's leg. I'm watching this whole thing. I've, I've, you know, I'm April's kind of in between me and this guy, but I'm watching this whole thing. And Landon stands there at the guy's leg and says, excuse me. You know, guy doesn't move. Excuse me. Guy doesn't move. Excuse me one more time. Guy, you know, throws his leg down, kind of shrugs, 
And I don't know what he said before kids, but he, but I'm just going to say just for the PG 13 rating of the show, he said, parents got to start taking care of their kids or something like that. Okay. Something in reference to my son. Okay. Whatever it was, whether he said MF and kids, which is kind of, of course, where my mind went just because he looked like, you know, anyway, (laughs) I'm just sitting there staring at him. He puts his leg down and Landon goes by and I'm sitting there and I'm just staring at him. I don't know if the guy sees me or not because he's got these stupid blackout shades, but I go, I said, you'll be okay. Easy on the shade comment. Okay. Some people have sensitive eyes. Well, this guy, this guy, that was not his issue. But he said, hey, I said, I said, you'll be okay. I said, and I said it again, you know, loud enough to, I said, I said you'll be all right. <laughs> you know? Oh. And, yeah. And, and April's like, what do you do? And, and I said, well, this guy's, this guy's, you know, being a jerk. And, uh, and I just sat there and stared at him. You know, I just stared at him the whole time. I am not breaking eye contact with this guy. And again, I don't know if he's even looking at me. He might just be right back to his show. I don't know. But it just really crawled all over me that he had, you know, that he had the nerve to say something like that. So then, so then, you are um, a pretty intimidating fellow. I would have probably looked away too. I'd, anyway, I'd, been, I'd, I'd have been pretty scared if I was well, that guy. Well, <laughs> listen, listen, I know you're kidding. I know you're kidding. But that being said, if there's anything on this earth that I will crawl up somebody over, it's my kids and, and my wife, as far as that's concerned. And I'm not a fighter. I'd, he'd probably come over there and kick my ass. I don't know. Okay? Woo, I don't know. Language, Colin. Language. Well, anyway, I don't know. I don't know. But that would be a fight I would be willing to get in over my kids. And so it just, I don't know. And and so I just kind of looked at him and laughed, shook my head, and kind of, you know, waved my hand at him, you know. And I still don't think the guy ever saw me. But then eventually, like, some grown-ups, some, some adults, sorry, <laughs> some adults came and did the same thing, and he – ended up putting his leg back down for them and left it down that time. But my point of the story is if somebody disrespects your kids or acts like they're a big bother when it wasn't a big bother, like, does that not just awaken something in you that makes you just want to just rip somebody's face off? Is that a thing or is that just me? I think you're a little over protective. Yes. I mean, I might uh, be, but again, you know, uh, I, 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 it's going to be situational, dude. I'm just being honest with you. It's going to be situational. So like that, uh, like, like that, what would you, would you have done? Anything not a big, or it's not just... a big deal. No, it's not really? No. You're, oh, you, I got listen, hot. I got hot. Well, I, I mean, we're, we're different. You and I are very different, even though we're, we get along great and everything. We're very different. Mm-hmm, um, yeah. You know, I, I might be that guy that's super annoyed and looking around like, you know, if your kid's you know, trying to get through and there's two different ways to get around. I might be that guy. You never know. Uh, And honestly, not trying to make excuses for the dude, but we are in a society where we don't pay attention to anybody else, but ourselves. And he might've been in his own little world. The three times that Landon said, excuse me. And let's be honest too. Landon's probably doesn't have a booming you know, manly voice, right? He's not, no, but years you can old. see it. You can see a kid standing within a foot of your feet. Can't you? I mean, my gosh, probably, probably you know? I, I, look, I'm just, you know, I'm just, you know, kind of teasing you a little bit, but no, I, I don't think that for, we're talking about me. Okay. Yeah. I, I don't think that's a extreme thing to now, you know, uh, 
like you said, I agree with you. I, I'd probably lose 9.7 out of 10 fights. But oh, yeah. uh, it's going to be something like almost to the degree of somebody laying hands on my kids. Uh, oh, you know, oh, I would have been out of the chair had something like that happened, but, obviously. But, but I'm just going to mouth you know, at the guy. You know, he did. He didn't. He just said something to him. I just, I just mouthed at him. I didn't, you know. But I mean, let's but, be honest. Kids are annoying as hell. I mean, they are. So not mine. Yeah. Mine are mine are perfect. Oh, they are, Colin. I I guarantee you they are. Mine are perfect. Um, yeah. Okay. Anyway, uh, I'm that guy that's like <laughs> telling my kids not to be in line, like gyrating and shit. I'm like, hey, you know, we're in line. Calm down. Yeah. Oh you yeah. Know? Me too. That's yeah, that's, that that's too. me. Yeah. You know. Uh, but anyway, uh, no, I'm. It's I, I'm weird because. I am so aware of everybody's surroundings and like what might annoy somebody, what would, what would cause yeah. a scene, what would bother somebody. So honestly, and again, this is all what, what if, and it would always, it's always going to be situational, but if, if I had already noticed that guy, I would have told my kids to go on around. Like, that's probably what I would have done just to even avoid anything. Like I just, you know, I just, that's well, see, I, I didn't even see the guy. I didn't even see the guy until Landon had to get through him. Oh, and then, well, you, and might, then, you made you it know, sound like, you knew he was there. Like, no, the no, 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 no. I just told Landon, I say, just go up to, just go up, say, excuse me to whoever that you can get through and they'll let you through is all I so, told. Him. So, so he went to the guy and then he came mm -hmm. back to you and then went back to the no. guy. No, 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 no. The The original way he was going to go was basically right beside where everybody lines up to get on. So there was like 45 people where he was trying to get through. And could, so he, be, could was, he have walked up to your in-laws? Uh, No. Well, that's what he was trying to do. And then they kind of piled in, you know, behind my in-laws and Luke. So he couldn't get through there. I mean, it was, you know, but I understand. Not, but, but for argument's sake, you're not mad at those people for piling in and not letting him through? No, because it was a it was a herd mentality, and people are you know cattle sometimes, and so you well, say, again, hey, you know, boarding group A, then everybody goes to the trough, and you know, um, you know, yeah. I, I'm just I get it, I, I get, I, I I understand your frustration. I don't know if I necessarily agree with it in this situation, but uh, you, you're an overprotective parent, and that's okay. okay. You know, yeah. what? no, maybe. I just, no, maybe I is, am. I don't know. Maybe it, it's I am. it's my opinion. It's my opinion. I'm not. Uh, I'm not saying I'm. Everybody else agrees with me. I'm just saying that, you know. Uh, but I, no, I would have not uh, been very hot about it. No. Oh, okay. I was just wondering. That's, that's you have that's a you have a surprisingly you have a surprising temper. I uh, do sometimes sleeping dragon, dude. I'm a sleeping dragon. What well, can I say? for being as for being as happy go lucky, and I'm going to use the word naive sometimes uh you do have a uh unbridled temper that that like it, it's like a you have a fire sitting there and the slightest little thing that maybe some people are not like even thinking about makes you mad so oh, yeah. it's it, it's kind of it's kind of funny i mean because yeah. you don't you don't see it very often but when you do see it it's there for, again for, <laughs> for again forgive me but sometimes it's laughable because i'm like yeah. that makes you mad that makes you mad you know like yeah like you were getting all bothered by the golden globes earlier like my judgment on it because you enjoy oh. it so much well i mean you know no i mean you know i wasn't bothered is a strong term i you just you like you yeah, said i could you see don't... it i could see it people can't see it but i could see it in your face you were getting a, uh, you were getting <laughs> perturbed <laughs> yeah maybe maybe a little bit I all don't right know. 
enough with the story. You're a good dad. There you go. Okay. All so, right. and I uh, got one more thing. One more thing before sports. I know you want to get to sports so bad. I'm sorry. One more thing yes. before sports. So, and let me now tell me if this is anything kind of like where you guys work, but me and a coworker that got hired within two weeks of each other, you know, 11 years ago, kind of, kind of, we were talking about this the other day. He's, he's only like, I think two years younger than me. He, uh, he said, so, so all the, all the people that I work with, at least most of them are all in their, you know, fifties and sixties or are getting up to sixties. So he said, man, think about this. I said, what? He said, these people that we've been working with for the past 11 years, cause they've all been there, you know, since we've been there, they said are going to start retiring and stuff. And after they do, we're going to be the top dogs. And I was like, man, I was like, that's so, that's such a strange concept to me to be thinking that I'm going to be one of the oldest ones in my department, you know, and, it's life, and Colin. It's scary. It's, 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 it's really just scary. It's just bizarre to think about because you just always kind of thought of yourself as, Hey man, I'm one of the young guns in here. I'm just coming in. But now like we're hiring these 23, 24, 25 year olds. And it's like, Holy cow, dude. Like these, these, these girls, I mean, I'll say it are, are just, they're, they're kids and, and they're 10 years younger than I am. And I'm like, that means that I am no longer, you know, the young kid on the block. I know new kid on the block is the thing, but I'm not the young one anymore. And that's just that, that kind of hit me like a ton of bricks when he brought that to my attention. And it's just, it is really, really weird to consider. Like I said, that I, that we'd be the most senior, the most senior people on the staff. Wait till you hit 40, bro. You uh, realize your life is it. over half over. I mean, like, and that's, uh, I mean, like I spent the night of my birthday just laying there going, Oh my gosh. Like it, it's, <laughs> it's, it's gone by so fast. Like, yeah. You know, my mom sends me these like iPhone uh, collection videos, like where they group some of your photos together and yeah. she's constantly, or well here lately when she's, she just now discovered them. So obviously now she's sending a bunch of them, but uh, it'll say like 2016 <laughs> best of, you know, or whatever. And I'm like, mm-hmm. we're talking about eight years ago, eight yeah. years ago. Yeah. That's great. My kids are little. And it just, it's so, so depressing because Jack's getting in that age. Now he's 13. He'll be 14 in April and he's getting to the point now where I'm not cool anymore. He doesn't want me mm-hmm. around and I, like, mm-hmm. I'll go in his room and sit down on his bed and he'll go, what are you doing in here? Yeah. And I'm like, Oh, just come to hang out with you. And I like poke at him and stuff and try to, you know, tickle him or whatever, you know, just kind of like agitate him and he'll mm-hmm. go, leave me alone. And then he goes, he'll get up out of his bedroom and go in the living room. And I'm like, what, what What's happened here? Yeah. 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 Oh, yeah. You know, and well, uh, like last, last night, good example. We, I wanted to, uh, we went and saw the Wonka movie a couple times now. And so the boys were really saw that again. Well, twice. Yeah. I mean, we saw it on the boat and then we saw it at the theater. Yeah. Oh, so anyway, oh. yeah. So anyway, so uh, still one time too many, but anyway, go ahead. <laughs> Did you see it? Hell no, I didn't see the stupid Wonka movie. I'll watch it anyway. for free on TV when it comes on one of the streaming things. Anyway, so the boys are really into it. So I said, hey, do you guys want to see the sequel? And they're like, well, yeah, sure. <laughs> so I brought you up. You called uh, it the sequel? Well, I mean, it is. But so, yeah, I did. So anyway, so I said, all right, well, this is what happens after that. So this is Willy Wonka. It's Willy- it was the Gene Wilder, Willy Wonka and the Chocolate Factory. And so is it completely getting- tied together? Is it the same author and everything? Yeah, a rolled uh, rolled doll guy. Yeah, yeah, it's all. So it's, so he so he actually did write a prequel 
Uh, that I don't know. That I don't know. I think they might have adapted from what they said because I think there's a little bit of past stuff in the book. I'm not real sure. I haven't read the book. But there is a book about Wonka coming up. I think I think they mention it in passing, so they adapt a story from that, I think. But no, there's not a book just dedicated to Wonka's origin. No. To my knowledge. Then I have a hard time calling it a sequel, but go ahead. Anyway, so... Um, so there's anyway, that look again folks yeah anyway so we uh you know getting the boys to sit down and watch a movie with us here at home is really hard because they've got a lot of other distractions you know the switch the vr all that stuff and so landon just did not again he's a he's going to be 10 in may so he just did not want to sit down with all of us and i was like landon i really wish you'd come down or come in here and and watch with with the family because luke was all excited about it and so he said, no, I really don't want to. I said, well, what are you going to do instead? And he said, I'm going to play on my phone. I said, no, you're not. Well, anyway, so I didn't give him any electronics, and he just sat in his room. And I told him. Good I said, job, Colin. Good thank job. Thank you. Thank you. And I told him. That's I what said, you should do because you're the parent. Well, I, th- I thought so. And I said, all right. I said, so you're just going to stay in here and go to sleep while we're all in here watching the movie? And he said, yeah. I said, okay. So I turned his lights off and left. There you and go. So Amen. He eventually came around there. Um, he eventually came around and started watching it with us. And again, then he got into the movie and I told him, you exactly. know, I, so when, so when we, when we put him down for the night, I said, buddy, I said, I'm glad you came in there and watched that with us. And he said, yeah, he said, me too. He said, I'm sorry. I didn't come in and watch at the beginning. And I'm just thinking, you See? know, to myself, I'm thinking to myself, dang, right, man. Like, you know, it's, it's, and, and I remember it's funny. Cause I remember doing that as a kid too. Like I would like, yell at my parents or something like that you know because i was really mad but then like i'd go upstairs you would and, yell at your parents oh yeah i'd be ticked about stuff you know and or say something real smart really? like or something you know and um and we're all I, learning things that i bought colin i, I did well not, uh, well before you give me too much street cred i'd go upstairs. i was gonna say this your your version yeah. of yelling is probably like hey i don't want to watch your program your yeah, program you know like just I, just i don't know like the most like <laughs> kiddish way of like being mean to your probably i'm tired you know or whatever Uh, well probably but anyway so i would i would go upstairs and i'd sit for maybe five or five or ten minutes and then i would just start feeling so bad about the way i spoke (laughs) to my parents and i'd go back down usually with tears in my eyes uh, oh my gosh i know i told you don't give me too much street cred yet and uh, it's taken away yeah, I know. Well, I'd say, you know, I'm sorry because in seeing this is this is just kind of where my mind would go because even even back then, I mean, this is, you know, pre-teens, I guess, maybe. I don't know. Let's be honest. Know. You were 19 years old. I was, yeah, I was probably in my 20s. But, uh, <laughs> but, um, but no, but like my mind would immediately go to my parents are, aren't going to be here forever. So I shouldn't talk to them like that. Well, you that's know a good I'm way saying? to look that. You're right. That's a great way to look at it because I hate looking at it like that because it's depressing as hell. But no, 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 no. That's not what I meant. I, yeah. I, I meant like the respect aspect of 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 one day. Yeah. You know, you see those uh, you see those TikToks or uh, Facebook memes or whatever where like it shows like a, a somebody's phone and mm-hmm. it says like mom calling and mm-hmm. it says I just wish I would see this again or whatever. Yep. And yep. Uh, you, you know, so um, yeah, it's depressing. that's the way. It is depressing. It's it's, it's extremely depressing, but um, we're both blessed with, you know, that life and we were able to be around our parents and stuff. So, uh, yeah, enjoy it while you can. Uh, Funny, funny you brought that up with your family. So, like, I I do the exact same thing, except ours was not. What were you watching? Willy Wonka and the Chocolate Factory. Okay. So, 
we watched World War II at the front lines. That's okay. <laughs> yeah. Okay. So, oh, we, oh uh, real, real quick, real, real quick. Sorry, sorry, sorry. That reminds me. I'm glad you said the World War II thing. So, Landon, Landon, I guess they're they learned about World War II in school this this year, and yeah. on. And so when when they gave when Augustus Gloop found his. Uh, golden ticket you know they're all speaking german and you know willy wonka says some stuff in german and and it says you know speaking in german on the subtitles and uh Lana goes they shouldn't talk german and i said why not and he goes he whispers in my ear he says you know he says world war ii <laughs> said, well nice. i should said okay you should uh you should educate him on world war ii oh i will um, but anyway sorry go ahead you guys are watching world war ii in color yeah i got gotcha. you no, front at the lines. front lines. Front lines. Sorry, two different shows. Two different shows. <laughs> um, so we were going to get our allergy shots. Yes, folks, I get allergy shots. Um, weekly, <clears throat> and we were on our way to get them. And I was listening to an Amer- I, I love American history, and we were listening to this new American history podcast I found, and uh, they were talking about the Manhattan Project and uh, the creation of the atomic bomb. And my great grandfather worked at Oak Ridge, who was a part of making the uranium or, you know, enriching the uranium that went into Little Boy. And uh, that I take a lot of pride in that. It's really cool. I have a certificate from the Secretary of War from 1945. Uh, so thanking my grandfather for being a part or great grandfather, great grandfather, sorry, for being a part of it. And I think that's really, really, really cool. And uh, so my boys were listening to it uh, and they were asking some questions like, like what? You know, Jack, like again, this is what's disturbing to me about school, though, because Jack's 13. So mm-hmm. he's in eighth grade. And mm-hmm. he goes, Can you imagine how devastating a nuclear bomb would be? I wonder how many have gone off. And I was like, uh, the only two that we've we, you know, like we dropped They've both dropped. of them. We're responsible for both of them. There has never been another one go off. And he was like, Oh, and I'm like, how do you not know that? Yeah. You know, like I started, I started to get aggravated, not at him, but yeah. at the school system because <laughs> oh, I mean yeah. 13. 13 years old, dude. You yeah, should, you should know, know that by now. Yeah. You and should so, know that by now. So that night, uh, uh, when they retreat to their rooms, I said, you know what? Get your asses back in here. Let's watch this. <laughs> and I and I put up the uh at the front lines, World War II, episode one, and it's 47 minutes. And my kids always go, How much longer? Oh, yeah. know, they're always like, that's that's their thing, is they're always like, This is so long. How much well, this one went from start to finish and when it was over my kids go oh wow it's it's already over and they were like whoa, whoa. and i said just wait till episode two america's <laughs> getting involved and we kick some ass you know and, and and luke goes i knew you were gonna say that and he was like i can't wait and i was like wow yeah you know well like now see and, and now in, which in my defense your youngest is the same age as my oldest now i do think landon would be interested in that stuff but i don't think luke's quite ready yet so how old is luke seven he's old enough to learn how to shoot a gun boy <laughs> anyway <laughs> all right bring up your sports well it has been a huge week in sports for nfl the only sport that matters uh <laughs> We have got Wild Card Weekend ahead of us. By the time you're listening to this, hopefully it's Friday. Hopefully you're not delaying this past the playoffs. Um, but uh, we've got some crazy matchups, and like, there's always these conspiracy theories that sports is fixed, and that like the they 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 use the term script, like they wrote a script for the season. 
mm-hmm. which is so silly to think about. Like, how can you make like I get like rigging officials and stuff like calling fouls that weren't called and stuff like that. Penalties oh, yeah. that weren't real. But like to 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 write a script where I throw a ball to you and you catch it, which is very unlikely you'd catch it. But uh uh that's unnecessary that's an unnecessary <laughs> jab i'm gonna you know what that's what i'm gonna start doing i'm gonna make a i'm gonna make a sound effect and, I'm, and it's gonna be like a punch sound and i'm gonna say unnecessary jab yeah and that's that was one of them that was one remember of them. the do you remember uh Colin o'brien would be like nerd like it would stay up on the <laughs> yeah. screen yeah anyway unnecessary jab go ahead yeah yeah yep. <laughs> shots fired shots fired <laughs> right. uh anyway so What's weird about this, and I'll break it down game by game. We got six games coming up. Uh, we got two on Saturday, two on Sunday. I'm sorry, five games, and then one on Monday. So, um, oh wait, I am I'm wrong. It is six games. There's three on Sunday. My bad. Uh, so Saturday we have AFC. We have the Browns versus the Texans. Now, what's crazy about this is now there's there's a pattern that follows here. Okay, this is the beginning of it. Okay, the Browns have. Joe Flacco is has come off the couch. Like they've called him. He's 38 years old. He was like pretty much done with the football. He's a Super Bowl champion, former quarterback of the Baltimore Ravens. Right. And he kind of got out. He he aged out. You know, he got kind of where he was. I've heard of him, so he's a big deal. Okay. Yeah. Okay. Was a big deal. And and, it, and what's yeah. crazy is no, you're you're right. What's crazy is he's become a big deal again because he's given this resurgence to the Browns. Now they were doing okay during the season. Now the the tie-in here is that Deshaun Watson was drafted number one overall by the Houston Texans, mm-hmm. and a couple seasons ago he got traded to the Browns. So okay. this is a former team versus a current team thing. All right, that's game okay. number one. It's on Saturday at three thirty, okay, uh, Central Time. Then now here's game two on Saturday, the night game. It's at seven o'clock Central Time. It's the Dolphins at the Chiefs. Now the crazy thing about this is. It's at it's at Kansas City, and there is some crazy weather predictions coming up. They're saying it's going to be zero or even negative two by kickoff, with a wind chill of twenty below. So Ooh. it's gonna it's it's in line for one of the coldest games in history. Mm-hmm. Um, and the crazy thing about that is the history between the Dolphins and the Chiefs is former Super Bowl champion Tyreek Hill is the star stud wide receiver for the Dolphins coming to Kansas City to play who. His former team. Do you think? So do you that, think that? You think that'll be a? And just because I mean, just because I don't know. Do you think that'll be a warm homecoming for him, or do you think everybody'll be like, boo? well, your boo is kind of uh, drowned boo. out. But, but there you go. Boo? There you go. Boo's out I, there? I, Sorry. I I don't know why that one was not. Uh, maybe people can hear it, but I could not hear the first one. Yes, I, I think he will have a mixed reaction. I think he will be welcomed overall because he was a he wasn't a. He wasn't a problem. They just let him go. Right. Like that was it. Got to the point where he was too much money. You know. Sure. Um. So that's that's matchup number two. We're just going through the storylines right now. Then we're going to go to prediction. There's just so much to talk about. This is going to be an extra long episode. Okay. Um. That's that's the two games on Saturday. Okay. Sunday, kicking it off at three thirty Central Time, is the thirteen time NFL champions Green Bay Packers visiting who? Their former coach who won a Super Bowl with them, Dallas Cowboys, Mike McCarthy. There's another historic, you know, history meets again. That's three for three now. All right. That's cool. That's cool. All right. Now, this is where it doesn't really matter is the next game is the Steelers are visiting Buffalo Bills. Um, 
not really a lot to talk about there as far as history or whatever, but uh, both are in kind of cold cities when football's going on. So that'll be a good matchup. Now, the matchup of Sunday, the big, the big uh, previous versus previous is the Rams versus the Lions. Now, the story there is the Rams have Matthew Stafford, who played 10 or 11 seasons with the Detroit Lions. Oh, wow. Okay. The Lions have Jared Goff, who was drafted number one overall, I believe, by the Rams. So their oh. quarterbacks literally traded about three seasons ago, two, two or three seasons ago, and now they're facing each other to get to go to the next level of playoffs. That's cool. So that it's it's insane. Now, you're talking about welcoming – I do believe that in Detroit, Matthew Stafford will be overwhelmingly cheered. I would uh, hope so. Well, <laughs> it it just depends. I think he will, but there's also like rumors going around that people are saying nobody's allowed to wear their Matthew Stafford jerseys, which is crazy. But uh, they said like there's there's memes out there saying like if you if you show up to Ford Field or whatever the hell it's called. Uh, that uh, if you have a Matthew Stafford jersey on, you'll either be asked to take it off or you can't get in. Why? It, it, that, that, that's a rumor. Well, because he's he's not a he's not a Detroit Lion anymore. You know, hell, he played he, ten seasons for him. What the heck, man? That doesn't make but sense. He, but he went. But he went to L.A. and won a Super Bowl for L.A. I mean, that's just kind of that's that's you know. Oh, he won it. I didn't realize he won a Super Bowl for him. Yeah, that might that might strain things just a little bit, probably. Right off the bat, man. Right off the well, bat. Well, let me ask you this. In an alternate reality, had Aaron Rodgers not injured out, if he'd have gone back to Green Bay, would that have been a warm reception? For Aaron Rodgers, I'm going to say no. Okay. Now, because, is that let because me go he back. Mouth? Is that because he kind of bad think I just think he was a tremendous amount of trouble. And uh, speaking of Aaron Rodgers, what you told me last week, I didn't even know about. And it's about, even worse. Uh, him and Jimmy Kimmel going back and oh, forth yeah. about it. Dude, mm-hmm. it's worse now. Uh, it's so bad now that they have taken him off the Pat McAfee show for the rest of the season. Now I know there's only Jeez. three weeks left of the season, but they they, oh, they have him they have him on there every week. And now they're like, it's too much controversy. You're done for now. Now I don't wow. think it's permanent. I don't think it's permanent, but um the, here, here's the deal, and not that everybody cares about this. I'm trying to, I'm trying to go as fast as I can. But uh, history is that you know Brett Favre got old. We had Aaron Rodgers waiting in the sidelines, and our uh, CEO, president, GM, coach, they were all like, "We got Aaron Rodgers. We need to go ahead and use him." Favre's getting old, so they pressured Favre into making a decision. He retired, unretired. They told him he couldn't be the starter anymore, so he said, "Fine, trade me." I want to play football. Trade me. He wanted to be traded to the Bears, the Vikings, or the Lions because he wanted to stick it to Green Bay. So for those reasons, Favre was booed out of this world when he came back to Lambeau. Mm-hmm. But the minute that he but the minute that he retired, he said, "I'm I'm going in the Hall of Fame as a Packer." You know, like I I so the when he retired in 2015 we. We retired his jersey number and put him in the Packers Hall of Fame the same day. It's never happened. That's that's the first person that's ever been done that for. So uh, he was tremendously cheered now, and we, and we forget the Vikings seasons. You know what I'm saying? Like we, we, you, we've forgotten did, that. Did you boo him? Absolutely, 100% not. Interesting. Okay. I actually uh, was vengeful against Green Bay when they got rid of Favre, because I feel like 
I'm a Favre guy. That's who I grew up yeah. watching. <clears throat> yeah. Excuse me. Um, I am a football fan partially because of Brett Favre. So my loyalties to him, uh, when you listen to everybody's story, differs a little bit from Green Bay side versus Brett Favre's side. Now he's been to- he he toyed with retiring for like three or four seasons before. Mm-hmm. But what happened was Mike McCarthy said, which they did, I don't think they got along real great. Mike McCarthy was the head coach. He said, I need to know right now, Colin, are you retiring or not? Tell me right now. And then you're 38, 39 years old, and you're going, man, I'm sore. Uh, yeah. If you're forcing me to make a decision right now, I'm retiring. Yeah. And then he, he, about a month in, he goes, damn, I can still play. I'm, I'm feeling good. I've, I've started to work out again. I want to come back. I'm still under contract with Green Bay. I'm coming back, guys. And they go, whoa, no, we've moved on. Mm. And they said, sorry, bro, you can be the second string quarterback. Now, do you do you realize what you're telling a guy? Like, you're telling Brett Favre, a three-time MVP, a two-time Super Bowl appearing, one-time Super Bowl winner. Yeah, You're telling him that he's not good enough to be your starter? Yeah. Uh, you know, so he said, trade me. So they traded him to the Jets. And then he retired again, so that way he could free up his contract so he mm-hmm. could sign with the Vikings. And so he signed with the Vikings, and then he beat the Packers twice that season. Mm. So those two games, yeah, I hate to say it, and Packers fans are going to hate me for saying it, but I don't care. I, I rooted for Brett Favre those two games. Yeah, I, I mean, did. I, get it. I, did. Yeah. I did. Not the next season. The next season, I was like, bah. you know. But the first season back, I was like, come on, Brett, you can do it. Sure. You know, every, every other game I've rooted for the Packers, obviously. But uh, anyway, so you got that game, and then you got the Bills and the Steelers, and then on Monday night, you got the Eagles and the Buccaneers. Now, here's the crazy thing about the AFC. If the Browns beat the Texans, they would then go, I believe, I think I'm right, I could be wrong on the seeding part of it, then they would go to Baltimore. And you know who played for Baltimore? Mm-mm. Joe Flacco. Oh, fun. Okay. That's cool. See what I'm saying? You see what I'm saying? I love that. I love that. Yeah. Do you know do you know where Green Bay? Do you know where Green Bay goes if they beat if they somehow beat the Cowboys? They go to San Francisco, who has been the bane of our existence the last two or three seasons for playoffs. So I it's just it's a it's a crazy story. Now being an expert in sports as you are, let's hear your predictions for uh each game. Who do you have with the Browns visiting the Texans? I'll be honest with you. I they have. Um, I don't know a lot about either team. I haven't. I haven't really been. They haven't been on my radar. But I'll go with the Browns by six. Whoa. Okay. Yeah. I'm gonna, say Browns I'm gonna go with six. Browns. I'm, I'm gonna go with the Browns. Also, I don't really have a spread, but uh, okay. sure, six sounds good to me. All right, here's your boy. <laughs> here's your boys. The Dolphins okay. visiting the Kansas City Chiefs. I think it's going to be a, an incredibly tough game, but with the weather in consideration, I don't think that Miami is going to be fully prepared for a sub-zero wind chill. I'm hoping, I guess, because honestly, they honestly they better hope that that's a big factor. Because I mean, Miami's pretty hot, right? I mean, they're yes, yeah. I mean, that's fair to say. I mean, you can say that. Um, yeah. So I, uh, I think I think with the weather and everything, I think Mahomes will probably pull it off. But I'm gonna go with a three point spread on this one. I'll say Chiefs by three. <laughs> okay, uh, I'm gonna it's go be a good game though. With, I think it'll be a good game. I'm gonna go with an extremely close game. I'm gonna say it's a low scoring game because of the weather. Mm-hmm. I, when I say low scoring, I mean like under twenty. You know, yeah. uh, uh, not combined, but per team. Um, I'm gonna go with Miami. Okay, I, I just think 
the Chiefs' time is slowly dwindling. And I say that because P- Patrick Mahomes and Travis Kelsey are not getting any younger. He's already struggling this the whole last half of the season. He struggled. Oh, I agree. Is yeah. That- I yeah, mean, that's, okay. I think that's fair. As Absolutely. A, as a watcher of their games, you would. Yeah. Would well, because he, he like, like, uh, well, he keeps throwing in the ground. You mentioned that the other night. And, uh, um, man, weird, weird. Yeah. yeah he keeps not... doing that. And, and, well, and, and two of his wide receivers are always, I feel like, I feel like are 50 50 on whether right. or not they're going to catch You're it. Right. Um, yep. And then Pacheco, which I think Pacheco is going to finally be back. So, I mean, we got him. Hopefully he'll do some that's stuff. That's huge. That's huge. Um, but yeah, you're right. Huge. I mean, <laughs> you're you're right. I mean, it's it just it does feel like to me, especially especially the second half of the season. I don't know if he's, I don't, I don't know I don't know what's going on with him, but he needs to snap out of it. <laughs> okay. It's game time so now, you know. We went we went the same on the Browns and Texas. We went opposite on Dolphins and Chiefs. Are you writing this down? Write this down so we can remember what we. Well, we've got say. it on audio, don't we? Oh yeah, I guess so. It's on. It's on <laughs> audio. Audio. We record. do have a podcast, Colin. This is true. Um, this is true. Uh, this is the one that hurts me the most right here. I'm most nervous, and when I say that, you don't really know how much I've thought about this this last week. <laughs> okay. Uh, Packers visiting the Cowboys. Um, I, I'll just go ahead and tell you right off the bat. I think the Cowboys are going to murder us. Oh. Um, I didn't expect to be here. Um, right. I, I'm so proud and happy of what this – this is the youngest team in the NFL, the youngest team to ever make the playoffs. We have an average age of 25. Wow. That's how young we are. That's how young yeah. we are. Um, I, I, I just – I'm so happy that the guys made it. And and that that's great. So I didn't expect to get here. So this is a nothing to lose scenario for me. Gotcha. Um, having said all that, I don't think we're going to win. Uh, I think the Cowboys are just too powerful. I I do realize that you might not know this, but in the years past, they just choke and choke and choke in the playoffs. Yeah. yeah. Um. I, so anyway, I do think it's going to be a double digit win for the Cowboys. Oh wow. Um, that's my prediction. What What do you okay. think? Uh, let's see. You know what? I you know just just for the sake just for the sake of going opposite of you, I'm gonna say I'm gonna say Packers by a touchdown. I hope you're right. <clears throat> I'm I hope so too. Emotional. For your sake, I'm getting a little sake, emotional. Guys. Yeah, for your uh, sake, I hope so too. For your sake, I hope so too. Packers by a touchdown. Not really. I'm not really getting emotional. But anyway, my, my voice is going out on me. Uh, Steelers. Visiting the Buffalo Bills. Now, Buffalo has been, <laughs> I don't know, like it's Buffalo's been really surprisingly like odd, like kind of like Kansas City. Mm-hmm. You you expect Kansas City, like I at the beginning of the year, I was like, oh, it's going to be Buffalo and Kansas City, no question. Yeah. Oh, yeah. They In the AFC Championship. Yeah. They're both and powerhouses. It's just so weird that they've like kind of had the games that they've had. So, uh, and the Steelers, how incredible is this? Mike Tomlin has been a coach for the Pittsburgh Steelers for 17 seasons, mm-hmm. and he has never had a losing season. It's incredible. Isn't that amazing? Yeah, that's very I impressive. Mean, you know, very impressive. Yeah. Uh, 
Speaking of which, we could go on about firing of coaches too, but I got one more thing after we do our after we do our last couple scores here. So sure. uh, I'm gonna go with the Bills against the Steelers. Uh you can give a spread if you want to, but you can tell me who uh, you want. I'm gonna say Bills by Bills by twelve. Whoa. Okay. Yeah. I don't know. I, you know, and I'm not a huge Josh Allen fan, but a lot of that, honestly, there's a, a woman I work with at work that's from New York. And so she's like all about Josh Allen. Oh, I just love looking at Josh Allen. You don't like she Josh Allen? Uh, he He's another one of those. I just kind of want to slap the guy when I look at really? him. Really? Yeah. I don't know. I don't know. I mean, maybe he's a great I, guy. I don't know, but I, I'm pretty sure he is. Um, Anyway, uh, what about Los Angeles Rams at the Detroit Lions? I'm going to go with the Rams on this one. Matthew Stafford comes into his old stomping grounds and beats the crap out of them is what I think. So you think he's really good? They're, they're going to drum him, huh? Um, I, I think I think Stafford's a better quarterback than Goff. I know that. Well, now also, let me ask you this, though. Is is the same storm that's going to affect the Green Bay game or, or Kansas City game? Gonna... Detroit's indoors. Oh, okay. I didn't realize that. Okay. Uh, <laughs> this is honestly just because April's uncle is a Lions fan, but I'm kind of going to pull for the Lions. Uh, we'll say by three. How dare you? Sorry. Anyway. Keep it Lions in the family, in my... man. Keep it in the family there. Lions are in my division, son, and I hate the Lions. But anyway. Oh, why uh... do you hate the Lions? Oh, yeah. Well, I say why you hate the Lions. Never mind. You rivals you. Eagles versus the Buccaneers at Tampa Bay. Now, this one's outside as well, um, but it's in Florida, so that's oh, not really going to matter. But I'm going to go with, and right now, one could argue right now the two like on a hot streak teams are Green Bay and Tampa Bay. Yeah. Um, because we've won the last three games and we've been, you know, not turning over the ball. And uh, I'm going to go with the Buccaneers over the Eagles on this one. Uh, I'm just going to hope that the Eagles win, and that is for no other reason because I want Jason to win a ring. Oh, Jason Kelsey? Yeah. Well, he's already got one. Does he? Yeah. Oh, well, never mind then. I don't care. <laughs> I'm kidding. No, I'm kidding. Uh, the Bucks. I feel like after uh, with, with Tom Brady's – because Tom Brady had pretty decent success there, didn't he? I mean, <laughs> yeah, yeah. I thought, yeah, he's he's he did pretty good. Uh, <laughs> so yeah. uh, I'm gonna I'm gonna say I want uh, Philadelphia to win. I'm gonna say I want them to win. I don't know if they will or not. Uh, you said they're in Tampa Bay. I I think I'll, I'll I'll be with you though. I think the Bucks by a touchdown. Okay. All right. Now. That's out of the way. The playoff predictions are in. They're locked. Put make That's a lock it. sound here. You know, like a, yep. yeah. There you go. Shots fired. Uh, anyway, <laughs> um, what would you do? Did you see the Saints and Falcons game? Did you see that? Like where they were up forty-one to seventeen with like fifty-nine oh, seconds. Yeah, yeah, so yeah, yeah, yeah. Let's yeah. let's put yourself like you know. Go ahead and explain it a, to the people. Go ahead and explain it to the people that didn't watch it because I, I well, watched a, a video on it. Okay, you're go a stand-up on. guy. You you know you. You uh, have already explained how you feel about, you know, somebody being rude to somebody, mm -hmm. which in this case it was your son. I get that. Obviously, it's different. Yeah. But yeah. you're a coach. You're a coach of. Uh, let's just call it. Let's put you on the uh, Falcons. Okay. And you're lo you're losing to me. I'm the co the coach of the Saints, and and we might be former colleagues. You know, like we might know each other for the last twenty years, like we really have. 
Were and they? My team, were they? I didn't know. Were no, they? no, no. But oh. well, they've been in the NFL together. I don't know how oh. how well they know each other, but they but they're division rivals. So like they play each other twice a year, and gotcha. they have for years past, obviously. So I'm my team is beating your team forty one to seventeen. We're on the goal line, which is like the one or two yard line. Less than almost just over a minute left. Right? I think there was like I, I mean I could be wrong, but yeah. Well, let's just for the sake of saying, let's say one minute. I think it was fifty nine seconds. But anyway, right. it doesn't even matter. Well, it was one minute. Let's just call it that. Yeah. And I, as the coach, let me explain the whole situation. I'm the coach, and I look at my backup quarterback. He's not even my starting quarterback. We're beating you by that much that I'm like, mm-hmm. hey, you know what? Let's rest our starters. We're not going to get in the playoffs. We've already been eliminated. Uh, make sure everybody's healthy. Let's put the second-string guy in there and let them get some plays in. So I tell him, I say, hey, victory formation. And what that means is you go out there and everybody, you just kneel, and you, mm-hmm. out of respect, the game is over. Right. You know, you concede, we win. That's that, that's just there's no way you're going to score that many points in 59 no. seconds or a minute, whatever. Um, so Jameis Winston goes out there, he's the quarterback, and he, he claims that he gets in the huddle and he goes, Hey guys, we're going to do victory formation, but what do y'all think? Let's give Jamal Williams a touchdown here. And he says, collectively, as a team, they all said, Hell yeah, let's do it. And they faked a victory formation and handed the ball off to Jamal Williams. And he scored again, making it 48 to 17. Now, without knowing those details, what would you, how would you interact with me when we meet at, you know, middle of the field? Well, I mean, I would, I would, well, I would, I would probably ask you the same thing to that guy is what the F was that? Right. You know, I was like, what, what, like, why, why? Cause, cause, okay. So, and, and I've been watching videos on this too. There are unspoken rules in sports. Gentlemen's you know? agreements. Yeah. 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 And, and so like, cause in which I'm, I'm mainly, cause I, I mainly have watched baseball ones. Like, you know, don't swing at the fourth ball in a row, you know, stuff like that. But, but there are, like you said, there are, there are sportsmen rules that are kind of put in place and like i said unspoken so these are not hard hard rules but yes you're getting you're creaming a team that bad and you've got the option to kind of be merciful to him to him and not you know really embarrass the crap out of them and then you take it which again like you said we don't we didn't at the details that we know as far as what is where we're at on the details yeah i'd have been pretty ticked at you I'd be like, well, that was pretty, that was brutal, man. I was like, what I if you, now I, I, I'm with you. I'm, I'm totally with you. Now you hear the full story. You hear Jameis Winston yeah. admit that he went against me. I'd say, well, I'd, I'd, I'd say, well, I hope you ream his ass is what I'd say. I'd say, I hope I, you get I would, him because, because that's crap. I'm with, Sh- I'm with Shannon Sharp. I would cut him. He wouldn't be on my team. Uh, I mean, I, I would have a hard time not, I would have a hard time not cutting him i would think because that that's just i mean like you said if the coach it, it wouldn't have been so bad if they would not have have uh have lined up in that victory formation because you're pretty much admitting outwardly hey we're going to take a knee this is it just lope on this one guys and then they turned around i mean it's just you're just slapping them in the face at that point you well know? I'll, but but i'm i'm gonna go this route too against the coach of the saints it's a complete and utter disrespect to him Yes. for his players to go against what he told them to do. Yeah. Uh let alone the disrespect to the Falcons who right. you know but that now on the flip side of that now there is another side to this argument. Okay. But I don't think it's very valid. I don't I don't I don't agree with it. 
Okay. But there, there's also the side saying, hey, if you don't want them to score, stop them. Now, I don't agree with that because there were they were not starters on defense. Like they these guys were like third string people out there just trying to end the game. Yeah. So anyway, with Jameis Winston being a second string quarterback, he's not my star quarterback. He's not my starter. Mm-hmm. His he's gone. Yeah. And anybody that wanted to side with him can go too. I can find <laughs> other players because yeah. I'm the coach. Right. You do you you run the plays or the array of plays that I give you. I'm going to, you know, like I know that there's quarterbacks that go out there that are the star quarterbacks and they'll change a pass play to a run because they see it on the defense run that when they're out there at the line, they're like, uh oh, this guy's, you know, they're in man coverage. Let's, let's call a run or they're blitzing. I'm going to call a pass. You know, right. like, that's a spur of the moment thing. We're not talking about that. We're talking about you're up by 20 something points mm-hmm. and there's less than a minute left. You right. show respect. You show respect. And then you also listen to your coach. Yeah, so that's yeah. that's a huge uh huge deal for me. I would have cut him and I wouldn't look back and think about it again. Cause he's not a he's not gonna go somewhere and be a Super Bowl winning quarterback. He was he was the guy Tom Brady replaced in Tampa Bay. Oh wow, okay. Like like Jameis Winston was so crappy <laughs> that he couldn't win a super like oh, that's think about this. Jameis Winston was on the Tampa Bay Buccaneers. Mm-hmm. They they got Tom Brady. The very season they got Tom Brady, they won the Super Bowl. Same players. Yeah. All they did was all they did was put Tom Brady in. Yeah. So that tells you Jameis Winston ain't worth a crap. Yeah, you're right. Suck it, Jameis Winston. <laughs> Shots fired. Shots fired. Unnecessary roughness. Yeah, yeah. That's all I got, man. We got a super sized episode here. An hour and we're at an hour and forty minutes. Uh. uh 30 yeah, minutes so. of that was Golden Globe nonsense, but. <laughs> <laughs> well, and 30 minutes was NFL nonsense, too, by golly. What'd you just say? Oh, so you can talk about my movies, but I can't talk about your football. Okay. <laughs> Colin, it's our football now. You're a Kansas City uh, Chiefs fan. Okay, my mistake. My mistake. <laughs> All right. You better, well, anyway. you better stick with it, bud. Oh, I am. I am so far so good. I just, I you know, I like last week wasn't real exciting because we were already there and. Or we're already in the, what do they call it? The big show? They don't call it the big show. <laughs> what do they call it? The big the game. The big dance? That's basketball. Didn't I thought Best Buy had to call it the big game. Remember that? We couldn't call it the Super Bowl when we worked there? Oh, really? I didn't know. I probably you don't remember I didn't that? Know. No, I don't remember that. That's funny, though. We would, like, well, you were in the home theater department, dude. You were the one yeah, selling people TVs and stuff. I should know so, that. <laughs> that. That that is so funny. Like we, I remember being there, and this is like this is over. It was almost twenty years ago, but we were there, and they would have like they put borders or uh, banners up, and it'd be like, "Come get your new flat screen TV for the big game." Like we we couldn't call it the Super Bowl. It was like actually legally wrong for us to call it the Super Bowl. So were you? Do you remember? I don't remember being coached to call it the big game though. Do you? Do you well, did the coach you no, that? I was. I'm strictly talking about advertising. Oh, we, on like yeah, obviously signage. we're not on. Yeah, I mean like on the national level, we in the sales floor, you could call it whatever you wanted to. Oh, okay. But I'm talking about commercials and you know advertising in the store. Um, speaking of which, we got a big Best Buy reunion coming up. Are you gonna go? When is it? I, I haven't set a date yet, but I, I'm thinking about going. Yeah, if you go, I'll go. All right. If I'm not working, if I'm not working, I'll be there. Oh, well, yeah, of course. I'm not taking off to go to that, but 
Uh, but I mean, if I'm being, I, I don't want to talk about it on the air. Never mind. <laughs> be careful. Be careful. I, know. I don't know who's listening. There's, who's not, you know. there's more than you know, because I've been contacted by people. Oh, good. Okay. Well, whoever's listening, I love every single one of you. And thank you as always for you listening. feel the sarcasm in his voice, folks. <laughs> <laughs> no, but seriously, in all honesty, thank you guys all so much for listening. Uh, sorry we went a little long today, but I hope it was entertaining enough for you. Um, as always, Ben and Colin Show at gmail.com. Me and Ben are also on our Facebooks. Uh, I know Brock shares our posts. Thank you so much to Brock for doing that. Katie shares our posts. Thank you so much for doing that. And uh, with all that, we will see you next time. And thanks for April for being Colin's wife. <laughs> Yes. Thank you for being my wife. Honey, Bye. that's not listening. That's not listening to this show. Bye. Bye. Do your bye real quick here. We're signing off out. Bye.